Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Jolly Bro Op podcast, The Jolly Bro Show. Today's topic is going to be about Tim Tim and Pokemon, our thoughts on the games and the ups and downs of both of them. With all of the with all the stuff going on with like Tim Tim coming out and with the launch of the DLC for Pokemon coming in the future and all of the craziness with the previous Pokemon and Sword Shield release just recently, we thought it'd be a good idea for us to go ahead and talk about that. We have tonight is going to be me and we got uh, Logan here. There he is. And then we've got Tom Tom. Yes, that's Tom. He uh, He's feeling good. So, and then, of course, we have our guest, Steven, who is also the Jolly Bro. All of us uh, represent the Jolly Bro community. If you guys want to join our Discord, we'll link that for you guys as well. We'll start with Steven. What are some of the things that you liked about, or like about Pokemon, and specifically Pokemon Sword and Shield? Definitely for whoever did the music for Sword and Shield did a fantastic job. I've never been so hyped on a battle when any original Especially gym the Coliseums. Battles, yes, it just sounded so epic. When the crowd starts chanting. You feel, oh my God. Yeah, it made you feel like it was a bigger deal than a regular battle. So I was I was super all about that. That made me super pumped. I, I enjoyed the fact that there was more than just one rival and you got more rivals the more you progress in the story. So even after the end game, you still had more different rivals that became enemies. That and, instead uh, of just that, <laughs> one turd from the there beginning. was a oh, there was a little God. bit more to the end game than you thought there wasn't there steven oh, yeah I, I <laughs> so many times like oh dude i'm just gonna just straight one through for one stream no nah, it was like 10 hours down i'm, I'm so tired right now there was just no way it, there was a lot of content i, I like the worlds they did a really good job for this being a very open world looking i know all of them are open world but this one was like just 3d open world i think they did a, a fantastic job coming up from are we, the one are we referencing went, specifically so, the wild area yeah i love how you could it changed weather throughout the time and that would catch different pokemon i think they took that idea from pokemon go which was awesome because i thoroughly enjoyed pokemon go and going to certain areas when it actually snowed oh none of us mentioned pokemon go but i played the shit out of it right when it came out i I mean i'm level 40 on it so I, I still mean, play it. So. I, I did it. Yeah, it's just I did so much of it. And now the only thing that was the downfall for Pokemon Go was that they every week there's a new shiny that you need to spend so much time on. And I just don't have the time to do it. Yeah. So yeah. kind of like pushed me away from it. Other than that, I mean, yeah, Sword and Shield, I think all overall was probably in my top three Pokemon games. It was it was fresh and it was new for being, like you said, the core still. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I was definitely I, I was all about it. And <laughs> we put like what 60, 70 hours at least into the first I mean I put I put two hundred hours on my English account alone, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, dude. I may have put like twenty hours into Pokemon Sword and Shield and I got I was satisfied. Well we we also did like, you know, we did egg hatching competitions and stuff too that was a nightmare Jesus. Oh, it was a nightmare. <laughs> a it nightmare. was it was it was great because we had the perfect people to do it. But like, god damn, dude, like that was yeah. strenuous. And then you watch really it, found out it. how lucky Dingus can be, and that just kind of dude, Lecca won both of them. <laughs> oh, I know, but no, technically you won the first See, one. I mean, yeah, because you got it in like six tries. <laughs> Before you even started, I was like, "Really? How does that turn into a competition?" It, it's really not a competition. It's, it's basically out. who's going to be the luckiest for the night, and then we just talk That's to what chat. I'm saying. How does somebody turn that into a competition? I mean, people oh, enjoyed we it. Found a way. Yeah, yeah but it was like a ten way. hours for. It took me like forever. I someone had to train me because I didn't. I did, we did like it for like five, eight hours, eight hours straight the first night. I think it was if nuts. you've ever, if you've never seen a defeated person in your life, watch <laughs> that stream because he was he was done. Yeah. That's, that's me. All right. So uh, next we'll go to let Tom positives from what you saw 
on the outside because I know you didn't play it, right? Yeah, so I didn't play it. Um, I just had the experience of watching you guys play. Well, it. and also just po- positives about Pokemon things you like, obviously. Personally, for me, I really enjoy the freedom that Pokemon gives you to basically play how you want to play. Obviously, there's a storyline to it, and there is a there is a meta, like there is a best Pokemon and whatnot. But there's so many options with Pokemon that you get to play your style, right? And this is Pokemon in general, not necessarily just Sword and Shield. If you want to have a dark deck you can have a dark deck if you want like and obviously that's like with the normal card game but still like there's just a lot of freedom there and as they continue to add more and more pokemon you've only increased that that freedom right that's the big takeaway for me now looking at sword and shield with you guys just looking at it i think a lot of the reason you guys had so much fun with it is because of the people you were playing with at endgame and not necessarily the endgame content it seemed like once endgame content hit and you guys were just doing circles on your bikes trying to hatch eggs that's boring as shit at least to me but you guys were having a blast because of the people you were with and the fact that you guys were streaming oh it was you know don't worry so and that, <laughs> that was yeah that's that's to me is one of those things where it's like and we've had this conversation this might be a conversation for another another week but does that mean the game's good because you had some good people to play with or does you know what i mean like it's that yeah we, we actually bring this up a lot with the uh, entire idea of like you could have you know fun throwing rocks with friends you know with the right people yeah yeah, yeah. we did the same content on destiny forever just because yeah, we had the group to you. do it with you know yeah all right uh logan you go i don't know how to even pokemon pretty much shaped my childhood pokemon was everything to me and uh, i'm sure a lot of people have the same thing that happened to them but it's like i can't tell you how many times i was told just turn it off you can just do it again later or you can you can continue later like everyone thought pokemon that came from the outside they thought it was like yahtzee on a game boy like you could just start it over and start doing it again no pokemon was an evolving world it changed directly to your actions and they stayed that way if you saved your game that's a gripe i had and i'm growing up i'm sure other people have had that happen and it just it stuck with me and that stigma of people not knowing or liking video games is probably what propelled me so pokemon itself probably propelled me into the gaming world to like video games as much as i do today when it comes to pokemon yeah there's dislikes and stuff like that but as a whole pokemon's a good experience you can escape into a world for a little bit catch monsters out of your friends and battle with them with cool things that you know you could obviously never do in real life pokemon sword and shield kind of brought that nostalgia back it was definitely different because of the 3d aspect they did it much better than uh sun and uh, moon did i just I, even though the pokedex is limited i understand why it was limited it's starting to get kind of ridiculous with the amount of pokemon that are out there today yeah it upset me a little bit but i, I liked it it kept me on track instead of like looking for pokemon forever i progressed through the game and did everything i needed to do for the game and i would agree with steven when it comes to the soundtrack was amazing especially the, the gym battles and stuff like that and pokemon sword and shield as a whole with the new technology like the switch i was playing it on it just it felt good to play I, I can't even really explain you know how good it felt to play pokemon sword and shield if the game was twice as long and had twice as many gems i would have played through it anyway oh no absolutely absolutely no and same for me if if i may say something though because i just saw it on the screen while watching the the stream it i didn't mention i really wish though that they would have um emphasized that job complete for catching pokemon a little bit more because i thought that was a cool idea you know, where um, they had little challenges to catch certain Pokemon. Yeah. But it was only just to do a job complete. I wish they would give you something cool every time you would do something. Like, almost like Red Dead with um, their hunting skills, you, you know? Need that, you need that serotonin, man. Come on. Telling you that, yep. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to chime in on that, too. 
Um, watching you guys from the outside, and again, something I saw from watching the stream, it seemed like the cooking aspect to like cook to now. Granted, I only really saw it, Dingus, when you were kind of trying to level your little like centipede thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it seemed almost tedious. Like it, it was an added feature that like you almost had to do it, yeah. but it was. Just I think to do. I think it's one of those features that it's it's not necessary for the gameplay in a good way because of the fact that like it, you can use it to level Pokemon, you can level it to or use it to um you know to befriend. Pokemon and all that stuff, but you actually don't have to do any of it, right? Um, and I didn't mm. even realize that I could use, like, the berries or whatever. And by the time I did, it was already too late, and I already was on, like, the last Pokemon, so I was just like, screw it, you know? But it, I think it's one of those features that, and I, I I think it's a good thing that they implemented it in such a way where, what like, it's not necessarily required to complete the game, because I feel like it's a, it's a feature that's added for a specific audience, right? Like, the people that want to, like, play with the Pokemon and stuff. Like, for me, I don't really care. I'm not trying to like play with the Pokemon and like, you know, throw the ball and all that stuff. Like it's a neat feature. Like the first time you do it and it's cool to like, you know, pet the Pokemon and whatever. But like after that, it kind of, it wears off pretty quick for, at least for me, but some people love it. Like Angie was talking about it and she was saying that like, it was so cool that she was like hanging out with her Pokemon and she was like feeding them and all that stuff. And she absolutely loved it. it. I love the the camping feature. I thought it was great, and it yeah, cool. it was kind of useless, yeah. but I, I loved it. No, it, that is true. It is it's it's different, and they're trying to do different implications. Because I mean, how cool would it be to be a see a real life? That's what they were doing with Pokemon Go. You like they they wanted that feeling, like mm-hmm. you're playing with a Pokemon in real life. They want you to feel like you're next to it. You know, I wish that I wish sometimes that the internet was not a thing, <laughs> because the simple fact that um, finding some of the evolutions of these Pokemon. Pokemon oh my in, god yeah we're in the um the reading for the you know trying to figure out if you read the stats on each pokemon some of them where you had to flip the switch upside down i would have never figured that out and it had been actually pretty cool to solve it on myself but i was too you know i was too too quick on trying to make sure i finished the pokedex well even with just like doing 400 it, it become like a number like 400 oh yeah can, can kind of get to you a little bit after a while you know but the, the good thing about it was 150 my my favorite yeah. thing about a mechanic like the cooking th- is that if they keep adding gameplay options like that for players, it opens it up without diluting what the game is. You know what I'm saying? Like it opens yeah. up the game to more people and more types of people because they can come and enjoy Pokemon in another way and it doesn't affect my experience and I still get to enjoy Pokemon in the way I want to, which is perfect, which doubles down on the idea of what Tom was talking about where it's like you can play Pokemon however you want and oh, yeah. adding it to where it's not necessary is the perfect way to add those kind of mechanics to expand a game and I absolutely congratulate on do- them on doing things like that oh yeah they shouldn't be afraid to do anything different either like the stuff that they've been doing i've thoroughly backed them for it because i'm like this is cool i I love these ideas even if it's not what i do i I still appreciate it and i think if you keep the court everyone gets that love for what pokemon is but then you get more people coming in more every time and just just go with it, you know? And yeah. They need I, to do a little bit more risky diving instead of just... And I was actually going to get into this, but this this is a perfect segue into, like, I personally think that Pokemon is in a really weird spot with that kind of stuff. And I'll, and this is why I think that, right? They've done such a good job with creating a fandom based on the universe that they've created and a very specific 
type of game, right? Because whether or not we want to admit it to ourselves or not, as far as the base of what Pokemon is for almost every single game up until some of the most recent ones where they added like Mega Evolutions and Dynamaxing, right? The the, the game has been pretty much exactly the same game every single time. At a, like it really has been, right? Like am I am I crazy for saying that? Oh no no no. So and so right Pokemon right. Snaps Pokemon. the most original because well, you take pictures. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing, right? Is they've created a very specific mindset of like this is what pokemon is and when you create a fandom based on that so much right you get into weird territory where it's like if you and that's what i was talking about like if you start introducing these mechanics that are required that are outside of that core experience you're getting away from what in a lot of people's minds is the pokemon experience you know what i'm saying yep. no, I get right and that. you get into the territory of like this should just be a different game yeah. so for me uh, i basically for for what the things that i like about it you guys have lo- mentioned a lot of it i love the music i have liked a lot of the characters in the past of pokemon especially with sword and shield the wild area was huge for me right because as a person who likes exploration and open world stuff this was a step forward for for me personally so what, towards what the wild what, area the wild so the people who are watching who okay yeah so if you, if you don't know what the, if you don't know what the wild area is, it's basically an open world area where the weather changes, and based on the weather, you can catch different Pokemon in different situations. You can catch Pokemon from doing different things too, like shaking down trees. You can catch Squovit, stuff like that, right? Or you can knock down uh, uh what's this, what's the cher- cherry one, Cheruby? Cherub. Uh, cher- yeah. So you can catch Pokemon in different ways. You can fish for Pokemon, all that kind of stuff, right? I think for me personally, being able to catch Pokemon in different ways and being able to explore in an open world while still having that once, I, like I said, this. Is is an additive this doesn't take away from what pokemon was right and i think that's why it compounds interest for more people too that that open world experience was huge for me and i honestly for for a perfect pokemon game i would love to see them push everything in the in the open open world direction so i think it's super great and as far as other things that are really good about pokemon i honestly enjoyed mega evolutions but i think that was just because of the fact that like i was really into digimon um and we'll get into that more later but at its core i think one of the things that pokemon has done from the very start to capture me was the pokemon themselves from generation one the one of the things that really captured me was their their designs and the way that they made them really feel like the Pokemon were your friends. And there are so many of them that like you drop a name and everybody knows who you're talking about. You know what I mean? That's one of the things that I love the most about Pokemon is the actual Mons themselves. Plus, yeah, as we were talking in chat too, the uh, the unique, we didn't mention this, but I like the Dynamax form, but I love how you could get the gym leader's unique one. I thought that was extremely cool. You just had to go to certain times in certain areas to find that unique. Like the, the Gigantamax form forms. Yeah. yeah, no, the Gigantamax were definitely a really cool addition. Um, and I, and I like them too. I haven't caught, I haven't caught all of them and I probably won't at this point, but I still thought it was pretty cool. It's not considered not finishing the game if you don't collect all the Dynamax. So Pokemon, basically, can dy- every Pokemon di- be Dynamaxed? No. So, uh, so any, so any Pokemon besides legendaries can become Dynamax and then only certain Pokemon have Gigantamax forms and they're releasing different ones like they did during the end of December and the beginning of January they they released Snorlax and I believe uh there were a few more they talked about that were on the way so and and the the Gigantamax are basically like a super version of them right like you have Charizard whenever he goes into Gigantamax form so basically what that means is when they Gigantamax is when when you send them to become Dynamax and they become huge they have an even more special form like they look completely different so Charizard has like flames for wings and stuff 
Okay. I like Luchador so Machamp. Does that it, was my favorite. Does it have to be does it yeah. have to be um the the highest evolution? Uh or yes. Kind of like as far as I know. Yeah. Every single one of them was the highest evolution. For the unique ones. Um yeah. there were a couple specific ones like Meowth, you could only uh it had to be that one specific Meowth and you couldn't evolve it at all. Even if you wanted to, you couldn't evolve it because it was a gigant Gigantamax. So you couldn't turn it into a Persian. Lame. Yeah. It just turned into a, a scruffly bearded Meowth, which is... No, no, no. Or so is, that, that's is... the Galarian form of Meowth. So oh, Meowth, yeah, Meowth yeah, yeah. Uh, Di- uh, Dynamax form was like a tall cat. It, it was like stretched out. Long cat is what Long we call cat, it yeah. in the industry. Yeah, yeah exactly. The <laughs> professional term. Uh, the uh, the Galarian version of a cat, Dingus so eloquently told you, because he grew up in the middle of nowhere, is that cat you try to get out of your yard because it's hitting on and trying to get with all your other female cats. Yeah, it, oh God. <laughs> and then your cat just keeps getting... I'm pregnant and like you gotta deal with all that and then the cats are under the freaking house you gotta go find the kittens it's a mess yeah for real we we actually had we had that happen to us like multiple times and we, I actually had a cat who had one eye because he was uh, born in the like insulation under the house and he got it in his eye and uh, it like Aww. Yeah, so I had a one-eyed cat. I named him Patches. Eddie Wop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's go ahead and move on toward uh, the things that we don't like so much. Uh, so let's talk about that. We'll start with Steven again, uh, since he's the guest. What are some things that you dislike uh, about Pokemon or think that they could do better? And obviously, obviously specifically with Sword and Shield. I, I've been thinking about this. It's more of, it's less of what Pokemon's doing wrong. And I feel like it's more of what Nintendo's doing wrong. Okay. I, I The one thing I don't like about Nintendo, and it's pointless. It is the most pointless thing, but I am a huge fan of achievements. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy, whether it be trophies, I'm a huge fan of the Xbox ones. For some reason, I just like the points adding up. Nintendo, they could keep this for like say you dingus mm-hmm. you had to find a way to 100% it by actually catching everything they didn't have any achievements for that and I guarantee you if they did like the collect all the um the milk milk creamy Pokemon as an achievement like right right more well it's kind of hard fun. when McDonald's McFlurry machines down every day well I exactly. <laughs> yeah I mean it, it's basically it's just another incentive for those of us who are you know in line with that that being something that increases the experience for us right yeah and it does literally absolutely nothing but just makes it makes you focus on what you need to achieve i mean i've been saying the same thing about the epic store for the longest time like if you if you're gonna have a platform in 2020 like you should at least have an achievement system and it's crazy that nintendo doesn't have it i want to interject because it's a very big thing you mentioned the not congratulating you very well when you catch all pokemon and that has been like that in every single pokemon game and so after catching every pokemon and getting them all in crystal i never did it again because of that reason now yeah i mean you're right though like whenever you do it in sword and shield you literally go like you, you you like it doesn't even tell you really to even go to the guy does it like you just go to him because you if you already knew where yeah. he was and then you're like he's like here's your certificate and it's like that's it you're done and you get but this you, you get the shiny charm right? it doesn't tell you really it just it you, well that's only if you ran into him yeah and that's that's a, a shame like you would expect something on your you have a phone to check all your stuff well it should be a big deal right because the the pokedex is core to the entire universe you know it should be a big deal when you finish it i completely agree that's that's huge yeah it should have had you meet up with like do the tournament with mewtwo like something like 
so ridiculous that only the high end people could get. I think it would be super cool. Like you mean like huge incentive. In, in, for being, yeah, there you go. Has Nintendo ever had achievements? Maybe I just have never noticed. But no, I th- I don't think so, man. Like the only thing that has it are games that have it pre built in. Like I'm actually really surprised, and this is one of the only ones I can remember off the top of my head. But Hollow Knight, no matter what system it's on, it has the achievements built into the game. You can go to the achievements thing in the menu. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Well, I think games need to realize like nintendo is really good for their i'm gonna say like their kid-friendly story mode it blows my mind that they don't have because they take forever zelda takes forever to beat all the games mario all of them take so long to do but it feels like it's a waste of time because they don't congratulate you on anything they just yeah okay that's good that no one else in your in your friends on your friend codes will ever see that you 100 percent it unless they actually watched you do it and i i don't know why that's a thing for i think it might be because it's nintendo and they do drive i mean it could it. be sure. I, I mean i'm not sure how it is with japanese culture but like people in japanese culture might not chase achievements like some of us do in other countries you know what i mean they so they just might not even content. think about it too much but if you think about it most of the the games that people try to uh speed run are on nintendo and I feel like that's their way of just trying to show that they've completed something and they're the best at it. Well, I mean, to, also, though, like, if you look at the games that are being speedrun, a lot of them are retro games, right? Because the, the mm-hmm. content is, like, like, a lot of games nowadays are going toward, you know, these long experiences Man, that are just, like, insane. That, that game's 20 years old. No one will ever be able to resurrect that. Speedrunners, hold my beer. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I I really, I can't really pick apart what I didn't like from Pokemon other than I feel like some of their story progressions were um, a little dragged out. Having to go back to every gym, which I thought was cool. Don't get me wrong. I thought it was cool to go back to the gyms and fight off the evil darkness that consumed each gym after you beat the game. Well, I I think maybe what it was is I I couldn't handle Is that required to do the legendary? It is. Remember, because I I figured I was going to do it all in one go. I think what it is is maybe... I enjoyed that. I hated fighting the fairy gym leader that became the new replacement. Yeah. That wore pink all the time because that person came at the most inopportune times that were, it was, it just wasn't even relevant. It was like, Oh, Oh, Hey, okay, let's fight. And that was it. And I was like, really? Like maybe that's what I didn't like dragged out was you had to fight your rivals a lot. Like it was almost like every 10 minutes. I, I'll add on to that was something I didn't like about the game is I wasn't a fan of uh, what I can't even remember the name of the main uh, antagonist or the uh, rival. What's his name? Hop. Hop. I wasn't a fan of him. And honestly, he's a pushover, he you know, yeah. and, um, his, and that just that made it kind of boring. Spoiled, spoiled kid that was given everything to him by his brother. Well, that's kind of even, what the rivals have been the entire time is some spoiled bratty kid. Oh, it's I, true. Mean, it's, I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong. Back Gary was Professor Oak's son, right? Yeah. Or relative. But he was actually decent to fight. Every time we fought him, though, it was like one hit with any Pokemon that you started with. It, they made him extremely easy and they made him look extremely weak against every person he fought and he was just to where at the end he was depressed he was like well i should just give up being a pokemon trainer and then they're like no don't worry go into the the elite four we'll let you join i'm like what and then he always brags about winning but he always loses to us well he well didn't he he said he was giving up uh pokemon training to go help what's her name right and then like uh it's like all of that and all of his dedication to be as good as as his brother and he just like moves on you know and then the legendary pokemon apparently feels for that and becomes his best friend i'm like okay 
what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I had to fight uh, my I was like, whatever. And, and he caught it in a Pokeball because he just, like, accepted it. Exactly. Yeah, he just hugged it and everything was all good. I was like, really? This is fine. <laughs> a really big one that a lot of people never seem to ever speak about. What has changed every single series of Pokemon games? And that's an easy answer. Does anyone know it? The title. Nothing. The Pokemon. The region is the biggest one I'm talking about. Oh. Okay. You're in a different region every single Pokemon game with a complete huge list of new Pokemon. And I don't know if that has to do with Nintendo or someone else is saying, like, you need to give people a reason to buy this game and blah, 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 which has put Pokemon in this or Game Freak in this position where they can't include every single Pokemon in the in the decks in this game because it's astronomical the amount of Pokemon that exists now because of this cycle of repeating of a new um region and stuff like that dude i'm telling you i've been talking about this since day one <laughs> i have i have to, to add on to this because yeah, one of the things that one of the things that i wrote down was actually that i was not a fan of a lot of the new pokemon and I, I don't get the point, right? Like, because, and, and honestly, since I think it was like black and white, I was just kind of like, what is the point of something? Because it's kind of weird, right? Because they started off with some of the best designs I've ever seen. And then they just kind of like, some of these are like repeats of other Pokemon that we've seen almost to the, to the T. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a little bit different shape and name. With, with what I'm saying is they've had different regions every time. Yeah. They specifically like, just make it a, uh, a reskin, yeah. which, which it will, it will bite them real soon. So, and this game was the only game in the regions that had region specific Pokemon. I don't think that's okay. I think every single game should have had region specific Ponycha, region specific Volpe, or you know what I mean? Just region specific of the old Pokemon. It would make it more interesting. And the fact that they started with this game, I think was a huge oversight. Well, didn't because, they have region specific? Um, I thought that started in, in Sun and Moon because they had like a uh, like they did Raichu and stuff. But and they actually mention it in the game, like, oh, I've got a Cantonian this or Joto in this, or you know, people would mention stuff like that. I, I wish there was more of that in the old games. And going back to the regions real quick, I think their progression path of the DLC is wrong. I think they're doing something bad. They honestly, if they want people to play the game more, they need to start re-releasing the old regions all into this game. They need to have you. They need to make it so the player has the ability to go to every single region and catch every version of every Pokemon from those regions if they want. You have an opportunity to add all these gyms, all these Elite Four things, all this content that didn't yeah, exist before. And, and they have enough Pokemon to fill each region on its own with having some spread through multiple regions. Well, because it's already there. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, and that's what I'm saying. I like to add on. Once they got to the point where they started making inanimate objects, I got kind of bored. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Let's, let's, we're gonna make this chair a Pokemon real quick. We it was got like, like ghost, they had like the the key, concept. the key, the keys, and the fucking the trash bag, and like the they got. It's like why? Like you can come up with something more interesting than that. Like they still do. You know what I mean? Like there's plenty of other things that like ideas to be had. I just the inanimate objects don't feel like Pokemon to me personally. I don't like them. We've talked about this with other games doing it better in certain aspects, but the combat hasn't really changed. They tried it with uh, Mega Evolutions and Dynamax stuff, but I don't think that's a big enough difference to actually matter because it's just at the end of the day you're still using the same four moves basically just a dynamax or mega level evolution version or something like that well not only that but now there's only one there's one move per type once you dynamax yeah and to me in my eyes that that, that's a cop-out that's not actually diversifying your game mechanic that's just putting a band-aid on i've played the hell out of pokemon and i like the way it plays but if they were looking for 
diversity in how you play the game. The way they did it is not the way they should have done it. I it, well, this takes me back to the point I was making earlier. I don't know if they can change the Corvette from what it is that much at this point I mean, because yeah, at this point, no. Yeah, they're they're already stuck in it. You know what I mean? And that that's one of the things where it's like I think someone else is going to have to do it, which brings me into where we're, where we're going to be talking about Temtem. You know, to add on to that, like they could the the wild areas makes it so easy for them to like instead of compacting you know 400 and now it'll be like 600 pokemon and like all these in the like what is really in the end a pretty small area compacted with weather they could you know move it into more like zone based stuff in each of the regions you know what i mean and have more wild zones that's yeah that's one thing i didn't like is they only had one region zone and i was like i was surprised i i was super surprised that there was only one wild area i'm not gonna lie i really thought there was gonna be another one what, what, yeah, I guess DLC there was an endgame one, one, but it was just swimming. Yeah, to the but other side. Yeah. No, those are the disappointing things I guess that I have. Just they have all this content they can pull from, and they seem to be still going in the direction towards the right or up, whatever you want to direction the graph you want to look at it. I could have just recycled the old content into the new game, and someone like me would love to play it. And somebody new coming to the series would think it's brand new content, and they would love it. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I'm I'm on board with that for sure. I mean. Again, I haven't played a Pokemon in a very long time. Besides Pokemon Go, I haven't played a Pokemon in a very long so, time. Time real um, quick. Then why'd you stop then? Was it because you didn't like that it was the it same got past thing, Gen 1? It got past Gen 1. I I personally like, feel like once it became Gen 1, there were like so this negates what I said before with the whole, you know, options, but there became too many options, right? It was almost overwhelming. I would say the one main thing, like looking back on it now as an adult, that would turn me away from playing the current gen Pokemon, because there wasn't this in the originals, was shiny Pokemon. To me, the grind for a shiny Pokemon seems way too extreme. Five, six hundred catches or some shit before you even get a chance of getting one. It's just, it seems ridiculous. Well, and that that's only now too. Like, it's the easiest ever been. It's ever been, and it's still a grind. It is ridiculous. Yep. Yep. exactly like and i i don't mind a grind that that's not what i'm getting at i don't mind a grind but it's the it's the constant grind that it just it seems excessive yeah yeah i never did it we'll, we'll put it that way yeah, yeah exactly like people I didn't are not want gonna to do it because it's excessive is my i would just use a, a game shark and cheat it in back in the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. missing go all right, so uh, for me, I've got a few things r- written down here and this is kind of like overarching uh for all of pokemon um, and it, it's got it's gotten it's gotten worse for this first one, but like honestly, Pokemon's too easy. It, it like for me, it's too easy. Like especially now, this is by far the easiest Pokemon game I feel like yeah. they've ever put out. Besides, you know, obviously just throwing Pokeballs at Pokemon, you know. But um, see, like you say that, but this is like a, I, I have to interject here because no, that's fine. I understand it's easy, and I believe and agree with what you're saying. It's the fact that. Kids my age, when I first started playing Pokemon, the learning curve would have been so high, I probably would have stopped playing it if I was a child. Well, and that's the thing, right? As I was going to say, like it was, like it definitely was harder in the previous generations. And I, I don't think it necessarily is so much the difficulty as it is the lack of breadth of really like the options that you have when it comes to combat, right? Like once you cho- chose your Pokemon, it's basically like, do I have the element to combat this, right? And that was the next point that I was going to make is that like, I feel like the game is so heavily heavily focused on what what type of Pokemon that you have that a lot of other strategy pretty much falls on the wayside. Like even with the competitive stuff I did, it really mostly boils down to 
do you have the right type? And I feel like there's some ways we could alleviate that, and I'll get to that in a, in a bit. But like, I do think that when it comes to from what I've seen and from what I've heard of like Leka talking about this, but it does seem like the high end competitive scene is a little bit different because the strategies are so specific. You know what I mean? With all like the items and all that that you have to have for oh, each, you know, Pokemon. It's like crazy different. I, I I never even knew it was that intense. But but the but the types are still about. so heavily relied on, you know what I mean? Yeah, but there's certain Pokemon of that type that makes it a well-rounded fighter, which is Yeah, no, yeah, no you're, and and you and you're right. And though I feel like those strategies come a lot more into play, but like that's really the only place that you really ever need those strategies. You don't never need those strategies to complete the game. And I, oh, yeah, that's not necessarily drag. a bad thing, right? Like maybe yeah, just Pokemon's fighting. pace and difficulty and like the way that it goes is isn't for me in the long run and that's absolutely fine you know and like i said i I don't know if that's something they're going to be able to fix because they're kind of stuck in kind of making the same game they've always made and that's that's okay i mean people keep buying it and that's yeah and that's that's great man if people like it people like it um and i and like i said i still have pokemon i played this one a shit ton and i still enjoy it i just think they could do a little bit better with not relying so much on the types um and having a little bit more to do uh it with strategy in the combat for the base game i think that's more what it is more so than the difficulty of it all you should be able to have talent trees for each pokemon that would be crazy yeah like, I, that's the problem i think with that might know. just be how many pokemon there are at this much, point you know but yeah yeah that adds a huge depth to the game i don't think they're willing to climb into oh, Unle- unless they basically restarted and made like let's say for example they made like an mmo and they started with gen one only and then they do that right and then they start adding yeah. new ones and that would be an actual reason to cut the decks at the beginning of the game. And obviously a lot of people were pissed off about that. I didn't really care too much because like I said, I think it's a little bit too diluted at this point. And honestly, I don't really care for a lot of the newer Pokemon because I think they've gotten kind of um, lazy with some of them. And that was one of my, you know, things I didn't really like. The next thing is that honestly, I know that some people love this and I don't understand why because in this day and age of like microtransactions and stuff, I cannot stand the fact that these guys, every time they release a game, they make two versions for the sake of selling like six different Pokemon in the other game. That to me is a ripoff and it's it's terrible. I hate it. I absolutely I, I hate it. They try to make it to where you have to play with other people. That that, have that's it, the but thing sometimes though. Sometimes it doesn't work like that. Yeah, I, I understand that. But at the time. at the end of the day, and I wrote this down in my notes too, is like if I if if I or someone else doesn't want to have interactions with other people in my Pokemon experience, I shouldn't have to. Yeah. So speaking of interactions, right? Based on watching y'all streams, and besides trading, like trading aside, uh-huh. did it really need to be multiplayer? I mean, like, it doesn't it add anything like other than reason. seeing people there. Because yeah, you the cause you don't interact I... with the people walking around. It's really hard to see someone else walking around because they have different areas. I thought that once you are friends with people, you guys should be put in your same queue. My, my point is, like, there, there was no need for multiplayer. Besides trading, there was no need for it. Yep. whatsoever and that to me makes well trading and battling yeah but you said the battling wasn't even fun well, well no 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 no. so like that's that's my personal thing a lot of people love love competitive battling and pokemon even not not at a like competitive high level and that's that's great i think the thing more with that tom and where you what you're getting to overall is just that like if you can't really interact with people in the world and do things with them in the world there what is the point in having them there and like causing you lag issues just to be online? I think that's that more too, the problem. Like the online system was broken for a while and it was kind of irritating because all I wanted <laughs> to do was like do shit online with people, but I couldn't. 
Yep. Well, at and, least I could see you and Heather in the game when we were in the same house. So. Yeah, and that's my final point, is the networking on this game fucking sucks, and so does almost everything <laughs> uh, Everything networking-wise Nintendo does. There's no friends list. I can't just join straight on a friend. I can't look at my friends and just see what their Pokemon team is currently. I can't do any of that. That is a that is by far my biggest complaint with this game. What like the networking is absolutely the worst. Like you said, Tom, there's no point in it. And when like I can't do simple things like just like hey, I want to join a friend with my buddy, and then I can walk up to him and and click an interact button and be like hey, battle, hey, trade, hey, swap player cards, yeah, whatever. Something as simple as just walk up to like, and it doesn't have to be an MMO like Temtem, which we'll get into, but. I mean, like, but it's not even really MMO. Buddies. It's just being able to interact with my friends, right? Yeah, and Nintendo yeah. doesn't do this, like, at all. Like, their friend system on Nintendo is is atrocious. It's awful. It's hard to get to. You have to go through, like, four menus just to look at your friends list. Like, there's been massive complaints about a lot of other Nintendo's other online stuff. Like, look at Smash, the complaints with the online with that. They barely do networking, and and I this is probably why. Like, they just don't know how to do it yet. Yeah. I feel like they're, no, they're in their infancy when it comes to networking stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I would like to see a lot more from them going forward and was is just nintendo in general with just have better networking with people because at the end of the day with all these you know cooperative experiences and like online games like it's got to be accessible for us to be with our friends in the world yeah you know and it's doable i think some mechanical changes to to create some more challenge and depth in the variety um specifically with just like dealing with making even something like making type advantage not do as much damage as it does i think would be a huge improvement for the difficulty of the game because even at the beginning of the game you're just one-shotting everything yep like with your rival and shit like insta kill every time it's like Hey, this person's gonna send out this Pokemon. Would you like to switch? Well, and you don't but, even have to have yes, type advantages half the time, and you can still one shot their Pokemon. You know, yeah. and it's like, what is the point? If there, like, there, there needs to be a little bit more something there for those of us. That, you know, if they want to create something that's more than just, hey, I jump into the battle and I one hit every Pokemon. Because to me, that's what the game was. Like, I one hit almost everything in the game until the Damn. end. And the only reason why I didn't one hit ever, hit everything in the end is because almost everything at the end of the game was like fairy or dragon, and I had an entire dragon team, so I got screwed. Which, they should have made it a lot more difficult to fight people, um, but what they should have done, like I said before, is on the first turn, you should be able to choose what Pokemon you also want to use, and see it, like, you know, when you defeat someone, he's like, hey, they're about to send out Charizard, do you want to switch? That should be the same thing on the first go as well. And then they can make it more difficult so you can wisely choose your Pokemon every time instead of just guessing that you got the right Pokemon on the first time. You know, I'm, I'm going to add on to that. I honestly think that when you go into a combat in any wild situation, you should be able to choose what Pokemon comes out. Because, like, exactly. if I run into a Pokemon in the wild, I'm not just going to throw out, hey, out of your Poke- stack, though, right? Right, right, right. Like, if I was actually playing Pokemon in real life, right, I'm not just going to be like, all right, what fucking Pokeballs in slot one? Throw that one. No, I'm going to be like, okay... This is this Pokemon. I'm gonna throw this one out in to start the battle. Like well, especially with wild wild encounters online, right? If you're facing somebody online, it doesn't start with your first slot being thrown out. You choose right then and there what you want to throw. That would be a humongous change to the game. It would make it yeah. so much oh, better. Yeah. Because then you can fake someone out. I mean, if if you just use your strongest one up front on the first time, and it happens to be his weakness, and he knew that, well, you're you're screwed. You know, it, it should be fair because you do that on the second and third battle. Well, and if it wasn't so it. heavily relied on the type advantages, it wouldn't matter that much, right? Like it, you would still have an advantage, but it wouldn't be like, all right, now you're gonna get f- freaking clapped. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I do think that made dragons very op oh they were op as hell this game nah i had a lapras fuck dragons dude i mean even lapras had dragon moves (laughs) 
Uh, I know, but I just use ice every time, man. Oh yeah, ice with, well, oh, ice yeah. with breath. Oh my god, it's like end, like end of anything. My other thing to fix, and I actually thought about this whenever Stephen was talking about it, right? With like the achievement stuff, they could another thing that they could do to add on to that entire idea is just more milestones, right? Like, hey, you caught uh, fifty Pokemon, you caught a hundred Pokemon. Now you've unlocked the ability to use the next Pokeball because you're you've caught Pokemon, you have experience with. Pokeballs, right? You've learned about catching or something. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be that exact thing, but something along those lines where it's like you're unlocking, you're becoming a Pokemon master, you're more knowledgeable about Pokemon now, right? Because you're expanding your Pokedex. Yep. By the way, and not just that, but even the sheer number of Pokemon you've caught. I think a lot of us have given a lot of examples on how to make it better already. So yeah, I think I think that's pretty much everything on how I feel about Pokemon in the current state. Steven hasn't played the game yet, so what are your thoughts on the outside of the good side of, of what you've seen from Tim Tim? From what I'm seeing, that they are so delicate right now in the position that they are, because um, they're still in alpha or beta mode. Um, alpha, alpha. Alpha currently, yes, alpha. which is ridiculous because so, it I looks really, like a finished game. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think their thing that's going for them is that they are listening to a lot of people and a lot of their community because that's what they're holding on tight with right now because then they're like oh i'll just go back to pokemon they need to really focus on what the community wants as whole on this game because they can morph it how they need to from the get-go and they're in the position to where they could start doing that yeah because the the base is there as long as they make a good core but they separate themselves from pokemon that should never be an issue about competition wise Logan, what do you see good so far in the game? The sound, specifically, the world itself, um, the uh, the fact that you can just play with your friends. Yeah, we've had some hiccups, but they're going to work those out, I'm assuming, because it's an alpha game, so I'm not worried about that. It's not like mm. releasing Pokemon Sword and Shield and, oh, look, it, you can only see your friend if you're doing this, this, and this in the wild area. Straight on co-op in this game, it, it was designed for co-op, and you can see that, and I, I love that, and I'm glad they went with that angle. And the double battle system, oh I my God. it was okay. Okay, in Pokemon, in this game, the way that the battle system is built, it works way better than it would in Pokemon. So I'm, I don't have any issues with it in this game, just because the way the moves work. I don't know. The locations, like I said, are, are really nice. The art style is really nice. It's, the, it's breathtaking. The way the combat works with like the gyms and stuff is actually challenging. It brings me back to a day when yeah. I was young and played the base Pokemon game, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I feel like that again. I don't know what the hell I'm playing. I'm playing a new game that I don't know these creatures. I don't know what they do. I don't know what they're weak against. Things like that. And I could go on about little things here and there, you know. But at the end of the day, it is the multiplayer, the the nostalgia of playing a new game fresh first time with the a lot of the same mechanics as the game I played as a child. And the sound design is phenomenal in this game. So I just turned the music on so I can actually hear it. Because I turned mine off right off the bat because of the fact that I was listening to my own music. I mean, it seems like, I guess... I don't want to say Pokemon music, but it seems like like the kind of music that you would hear. I'm not just talking about the music, though, man, because I had the music honestly turned off now because I listened to it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I've listened to my own music. It's the rest of the sounds in the game. Like, yeah, the actual the sound, way- everything from like the clicks uh, to like the the it's not it's crazy because like like Logan, I'm, Logan, you go ahead, because I know there's one specific that you absolutely love. So I recently bought a three hundred and something dollar pair of headphones where the people who review them say the next step up is to buy this five thousand dollar pair of headphones which so headphones are wearing a pretty curious. decent the uh m1060c's from which um can't think of the company but just m1060 charlie 
And so they're, they're really nice. And something as simple as the psychic slash mind move my Temtem makes when it attacks an enemy Temtem, it gives me those chills because it's, it's that deep bass noise that you hear and it attacks it. And it feels satisfying to do it. Every move I make in this game, no matter what it is, even if it's the wrong move, it feels satisfying and sound satisfying. So when you, when you nail down the sound design to where every little thing you do in the game is satisfying. It's gratifying. Perform, yeah. It's very gratifying and wants me to keep playing because I'm very particular about sound today, at least where I maybe two years ago I wasn't. There, there is an no. exception to this rule though. It's that, oh my God, Cypat's quack is like they got it off of stocksounds.com. <laughs> I fucking hate yeah. it. I hate it. But it's funny. That That's it's gonna Wally, be, it's um, so bad. Out of, oh, I'm trying to think of which one it is, but one of the one of them has it's basically Wally's noise when they roll out. Like some of them seem very rough. You're talking about would, uh the 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 toucan. The toucan. Yeah, I think yeah, it has yeah, like the, the Wally sound yeah. almost. Yeah, it makes a Wally sound when it comes out and it's just like come on. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so Tom, what do, what do you see good in the game? I all around like the game. For sure. The and a lot of it's already been covered, right? The the battling, the but the co-opness is probably the biggest thing for me. The the ability to co-op straight up. It was actually hard for me to get over it. So for those of you guys who don't know who are watching, in Pokemon, most of you guys know this, you have six Pokemon you bring into battle with you. When you are fighting with Temtems and you're playing co-op, you only get three and your teammate gets three. But you can heal each other's Pokemon, or I'm sorry, Temtems. You can, you know, like I can waste my turn throwing a, a bomb, which is the healing thing, onto one of my buddy's Pokemon. Like it's it's very co-op driven, like very co-op driven. I, um, I also, The way it works together is amazing. Like, I mean, you can even throw you know the other person's out in your place and everything yeah you you can literally pick a buddy's pokemon to throw out instead of yours <laughs> okay, um, sorry tim tim and on Don't top of that like getting used to <laughs> some things are yeah, established in humanity at this point and uh <laughs> yeah. pokemon's one of them <laughs> yep <laughs> well and the other thing is the leveling system right the so and dingus you explained this to me when we were playing like the first night i think it was yeah, yeah. what determines a pokemon evolve or fucking a tim tim evolving is not their level it's the amount of levels they've gained while under your control wait and what yeah so yeah. if you get if you get the same tim tim as me five levels up he's gonna evolve five levels later than mine would because it's That's about it's about them interesting it's That's it's awesome. it's about them growing with you so it's almost kind of like the happiness feature that they did it's still got to be you yeah but it's basically yeah but beginning. it's based on the level yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty cool. Which I think is an interesting approach to it, right? And it also makes it to where, like, when you breed a Tim Tim, right, you're gonna get that Tim Tim at the lowest level possible to, you know, evolve. Yep. Yep. Is breeding even in the game yet? Yep. Yeah. No, it's in the game. And like, actually, breeding what? is really breeding is really interesting. Yeah, I'm actually at the breeding place right now on my character. Uh, for me, the number one thing, and I know it seems small at face value, but I it, honestly, like, with all the co-op stuff that you guys have talked about, that I completely agree with. All that stuff is great, and the I'm on par with Logan. Like the sound design in this game is some of the best any sound design I've ever seen. Like it sounds phenomenal. Every little punch of a crystal or the like the void spikes or the void orbs, all those things, the the clicks of the menu, the swipe whenever it goes between a scene, you, everything you, is just so, so juicy. Yeah. Everything is so juicy like this. And not only that, but I'll, I'll, I'll add on top of it, how well the sounds are paired with how the animations are done and how much the animations exaggerate the perfect points in the animation. 
animations is yeah, is so great. Like even when you throw up a card, right, and it kind of like zooms in on the card and then like flies over and then slams down like an exaggeration. It's so good. And the and everything. Yeah, it's it's so good. And like their animator, and even if you look at the Tim Tim, right, you can look at like a Tim Tim who has horns. They don't stand still. They're moving. Every little part of the Tim Tims are animated really well. It's actually kind of crazy. If you look at the the gym the the gym Pokemon that I have, the the crystal one, the evolve version, yeah. the crystals are actually moving a little bit. Um, so it's it's wow. pretty crazy. And I think they did a really good job. But specifically with all that on top, there's one small thing that they changed from Pokemon that I think makes a huge difference. And I think they need to capitalize on this even more. And that's the stamina system. The stamina Ooh. system is fucking phenomenal. And the reason why to me is because it's a part of the, it's part of um, the thing that makes it so interesting in the combat, right? Because if you do spam your large attack all the time, and some of these Tim Tims, you can only do it one time. You can only do their heavy attack one time and you have no you have no stamina. And yeah. I think some of them actually I think some of them actually should have either left stamina or the attack should cost more because sometimes I still find myself spamming big attacks. Um, yeah, and to, I, to reiterate I, on that point real quick, yeah. this all started probably from the developer saying, look, we made a game that's basically Pokemon. How do we diversify ourselves? And someone came up with the stamina system like, well, I don't know how well this is going to work, but it's different than Pokemon. So is there not stamina on Pokemon? No, stamina? No, so it's, it's PP. Points, PP. And so this how, explain how it works. Choice, I can explain how it works. Yeah. The stamina or the PP? PP. The way PP works is, say, a certain, the stronger your move or the more damage it does, they try to balance it by making certain moves have only a certain amount of PP. So like a weak move like Scratch, you can use it 30 times before you have to either replenish it with an item or go to a Pokemon Center. Something like Fire Blast, you only have five uses before. Can I, can I add can, a little interjection here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my problem with the PP system, as far as that stands, we didn't talk about this, is the fact that the big ones are so powerful and you smash through Pokemon so quick that it doesn't matter if you have five or ten. And the ones that you do have 30 of, you never use. You never use yeah. that many. So it doesn't get matter. Rid of them because they can just go to a Pokemon Center. Exactly. It doesn't matter in the end. Up. And that's why totally. I love the stamina system. It's amazing. Oh, and go ahead. Go ahead and finish your... That came off as probably an offhand hand choice for the stamina and they nailed it. That's probably one of the best things I could have done for the combat, and I love it because it is such a difference to Pokemon that it actually intrigues me and makes me want to play this game. So and something to, new you want to get used to. Yeah, which is, and to, which is to an awesome idea, right? And to add on top of that with the stamina, um, I know that Pokemon did a little bit better with this previous game. Like they did the almost the same thing, but. You can move your it moves in and out any time if you want a different move. You can go. Oh you yeah, can, dude, really cool. you can just throw your was... moves back if they already learned it. They learned it. The, that Tim Tim knows that that move. I love it. When I um, found that out last time we played together, I, like it blew, it blew my mind. Like Destiny emote mind blown type thing because I was like, I can just relearn a move. I, I don't have to like spend these things to to reteach it and then have to go to a special person to do it. It was it's amazing. The last thing for me is synergies. I think the synergies are freaking awesome. I think they need to capitalize on, on them even more because I think it's great that I can go in and say, for example, uh, Logan can pull out his electric Tim Tim and that gives me a bit a boost on my crystal attack. And it's yeah, for that I one specific attack. It. I found myself doing it a lot when we were playing together. It's like, okay, your attacks do a lot of damage against this Dojo's Pokemon or uh, Tim Tim's. But here we go. I'm going to switch out something I know that isn't going to work very well. At the same time, it boosts your attack so you can... Sit, Dude, you it know, felt so faster. great to come up with that strategy on the fly. I mean, me and Tom did the same thing too whenever we were playing the dojo because Tom went full defense and held off while I was uh, while I was focusing powering through. And it worked out really well. And we just come up with that on the fly, you know? And that, and that was great. It was... It, it, the, the synergies between the co-op and the way that the, the Tim Tims work together is great. It's wonderful. And I think if 
they focus on the things like the synergies and the stamina system and maybe add a couple more mechanics like that to help give you more variation in combat and strategy, they are going to have a phenomenal piece of work on their hands, like in the end game. Yeah, and I think it's already good. And this is what gives me so much hope for the game is if it's an alpha and it's this good, how good can it really be? In I don't know. It, I honestly, and this, I'll, I guess this will be my last good thing, but I, I don't know if I've seen a game that's an alpha quote I, I i can't believe this game is an alpha like yeah, a lot of times at least we'll, beta we'll see a game that's in fucking beta a week a week before release that's it shouldn't exist like it shouldn't welcome, be on the internet to, welcome <laughs> to steam green light it's crazy man this game like if you look at the trailer this looks like a complete game and especially with how well like we said like the 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 animations and sound and the world are built already it's like it doesn't feel when you hop in the game for the yeah. first time you don't feel like this is an alpha like yeah there have been some bugs and whatever but it's like as far as an alpha goes for an MMO of uh, any developer that can't handle many people, how, handle how many people are coming into the game, they're doing a good job. Exactly. I can't believe the servers so far have been able to, even though the spamming, and we'll, we'll get into that later, but like, I cannot believe we jumped on and yeah, it didn't work at first, but five minutes later I got on, we were both playing five minutes later. Like for an alpha game, that is astonishing. And I, I, I was just pleasantly surprised. And there's pretty much that. been no hitches since. Yeah, yeah. All right, so yep. for uh, for this, we'll start off with Steven. So what are you disliking so far from what you've seen of Tim Tim? Um, I, I don't think I've seen enough to where I could really just put dislikes on anything. Or something um, that maybe, like, gives you some, like, caution about it or, like, you know what I mean? I, I would say the lack of memorable characters is definitely a thing that I know it's new. And I know that Pokemon in the beginning had some random, like, Pidgey and stuff like that and Rattatat. Uh, some random, like, just non-memorable characters. Yeah. But it's just, um, I, I think now's the time that they need to be really creative with what they're doing and not go into that, you know, like you said, the garbage bag. Like if they keep on doing the the route that they're going and they're not producing really unique characters, then they're going to be doing that mm -hmm. same situation where they make a random chair as a Pokemon. And it's it's kind of disappointing to see. But um, this is where they really need to reach out to their community because I know my buddy Bromojo specializes on making random characters. Mm -hmm. um, and he has like almost a hundred of them. Like this is like where you could be like, what would you like as a Temtem? And people would give a cool idea. Cool. And then they'll make it. You know? I'll just, I'll, I'll throw out and double down on that. They could have competitions. Yeah, exactly. It'd be, it'd be amazing, man. They, they should because there's just, there's so much great quality of, of creative artists out there in the gaming world that they really need to emphasize. And there's so much opportunity something. right now. It's the best time exactly. to be an artist in the game industry. Yeah, because everything in the game right now is, you know, anything can go. So, like, we can take Temtems out and we replace them with different ones. We can move things around. Like, things can be done to make this game even better. It looks good. Like, from what I've seen, the graphics look really cool. And um, it looks pretty solid for especially being its first game they definitely know um, how to use a color Pokemon palette took forever to get to that yeah you know? i would say the yeah, color they, palette's they, pretty good dude. they know how to use a color it, palette it, they it, know oh, color pr principles i forgot about the reference to the mew truck there's a mew truck reference yeah, in yeah. the game that i absolutely love from yellow man like what the hell <laughs> like that was legit like that made my day just learning about it like how much you want to bet that is related to mew and then we, we went over there yep dude i was like what this game like, yeah now, i think what would be cool i know it's kind of like super 
super out of any type of like super out of the left field, but it would be really cool because they're making it to where you can hang out with your community and hang out with your friends. That is there any sort of implement uh, implementation for like building homes or um so i saw uh, something in the trailer where it was like you were putting down like couches and stuff in a house there's a work in progress building that talks about how it's your it's the furniture shop and that that would be cool being able to battle with each other to yeah if if they did that that'd be a whole different game than pokemon yeah and i think i'm not gonna lie playing skyrim that's what i want to do is go and get to that dlc part and build that house and whatnot you know it's it's just a cool different take on these type of games and yeah as long as it doesn't straight from the core of it like we said with pokemon there should be nothing wrong with that yeah and uh I, I think that's one of the key things that i was trying to talk about with like the good is that they need to focus on finding things that people can do together in the world space like we were talking about with pokemon how you can't just like click on people and interact you already can in this game that's great but they need to keep adding more things for people to do together with their tim tims Yep. Like even if that's like, hey, we're we have a Tim Tim racetrack, and you can do some kind of mini game where you like you race your Tim Tims and you can win money or you know whatever. And, and a specific stat on your Tim Tim from like their stats they're born with to determine how fast they are. Yeah, but and like so, not only how fast they are, but how much stamina they are have. So like maybe they run so fast, but then they like kind of get worn out, and then like you, there's some kind of interactivity there for you. You know, I, yeah. I do think um, what people need to start realizing though that people are hating on Tim Tim. I think as a false light. Just on the simple fact that they have so much hope for things that Pokemon has not done that they think they're still going to implement later on in the future. And they just need to realize that, hey, it's a different game. Well, and that's the thing is, like I said, I think at this point, Pokemon is Pokemon. It's not going to change. So I think Tim Tim is a chance for a new opportunity. And I think that that's where a lot of the hope lies for a lot of people. And especially with it being on PC, a new, a whole new, uh, you know, population of people are going to be playing this game. It's very fragile right now, just because they're still building the game. So I think just as long as they focus with the community, I I think things should look. Yeah, yeah. Logan, go ahead. You had a point you were going to make. Here we go. This might make a lot of people mad and I'm not trying to throw shade or be rude. The point I'm trying to make here is I spent some time dealing with people from the Tem Tem community, the Discord, Steam, forums, different websites, wikis, things like that i will be the first to admit right now this community is full of some of the most people who are unwilling to budge on an opinion about something or accept the fact that people just don't like this game they can be extremely hostile towards you if you have issues with the developers or the game itself so far i haven't had any issues with the game the only issues that i've had so far are with the community itself and the community managers like on the discord because of how i guess maybe pretentious people can come off as in the community and it really upsets me because i love this game it is a lot of fun it makes me weary about doing with some of the people in the game because I feel like you say or do the wrong thing. It's like any other social media platform today where people just jump on you and you get yelled at or berated or talked bad about or people, you know, they do whatever they can to berate you. And I've seen that happen time and time again on several uh, Steam threads and in different uh, forums and stuff like that. And it just, it's kind of disheartening because I'm we sure- We want to just people, have a conversation, you know, like yeah, I, talk about I'm things sure. that we may not like. And the developers of the game probably didn't intend for that. I get it. People love this game. They love certain things about the game that other games didn't have before it but i don't think it warrants the kind of negativity i've seen in the community for this game like the community really does upset me because
because it's a great game. There's nothing wrong with it. Some people may not like it. That's fine. Let them not like it. They don't have to play it. it you know, don't worry about it. Play the game, enjoy it. Don't worry about what other people think about the game. I guess out of the entire game, that that might have to be the biggest complaints I have are things that I've dealt with watching things in the community and in the discords and stuff like that. It, it has nothing to do with the gameplay. The gameplay is perfect. Playing the game, I've had so much fun so far. And so I, I would say that's good for the game itself. That's fantastic. The developers just need to keep it up and they'll have a fantastic game when it's finished. I don't know what else they'll add in the future. I'm just hopeful that it's going to be fantastic. And over the time, I hope the emotions in the community kind of level out so they're not either up or down drastically. So maybe it will get better. But at this point in time, I think the community needs to improve as a whole because every everyone can be better people they just need to be better that's fair yeah that's something i have not witnessed yet just because i haven't gotten in but could that stem also from it being a pc and not a nintendo type situation i know there's talks of people wherever you go i, but, I don't know, you know man well, i honestly so i couldn't tell you that's probably a conversation for another week but i personally feel like communities that are pc based seem to have more opinionated individuals i guess is the best way to put it um, well like if you think about it right going to destiny here when destiny 2 came to pc the community for destiny got way more toxic it really did yeah yeah Whereas no, destiny I admit. PC was or oh destiny one's community was not that toxic yeah there was toxic yeah. people but not everybody yeah it was a, it was a lot better so maybe it has to do with that the personal computer slash building your own rig market type people maybe there is some type of i don't know like internal looking slash personality slash character building people need to do and because it's not you know people, I, it, it, it also age, so. it, it might have to do too and uh this is just a shot in the dark but like it might have to do with like people on pc really haven't had a game like this because they really haven't you know and like maybe it people are really that. really identifying with this game fine you know they have finally have something on pc to identify with and they're really holding on to it yeah finally they have a pokemon slash you know monster battling game they can because to be fair like, like as far as it goes no one on pc market has come close to what tim tim has done i don't care what yep. anyone says i just don't think I, it's true I, I agree wholeheartedly because it's it's something where like i saw the community and how bad it was before i bought the game and then i had a timer on my phone and i started that timer when i started playing the game and if it was bad within that timer i was going to stop the gameplay and refund this game because the community had already pushed me away that much that I didn't want to be part of this community. It's a really but unfortunate situation. Was, it is, but the gameplay trumped it 200% because yeah. this game is fantastic. My biggest thing, and I haven't interacted with the community, so I can't really speak to that. In playing the game, my biggest challenge, I guess, is identification. Going up to the new Tim, right, and trying to figure out what type it is without actually fighting it or... It's a nightmare. You know, figuring out yeah, you, what... I can't you know, tell at all. Exactly. Unless it's like specifically a fish or a bird, I'm like, oh, it's water or flying. This yeah, is coming exactly. from people who played Pokemon for the last decade and a half. Yeah, I yeah. cannot yeah. tell you. Is it because of the familiarity of Pokemon characters that they Maybe have? A, the, a, I think it's uh, partially just because in a lot of the Tim Tims, the elements don't stand out on them. They don't. Exactly. Yeah, I, I'm trying to understand myself because yeah, I mean, I you look played. you look at so Pikachu like, and he's just a yellow rat, but his tail looks like a lightning bolt. Like that one your thing. starter in Tim Tim looks like a grass Tim Tim. Well, yeah. And to be fair though, the well, crystal one is obviously thing. crystal, right? 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but that's we, from we coming from Pokemon. Like, Sam. but the, what I'm getting at is like, as, as game designers, right. Cause a lot of us in here are game designers or at least really into video games. So where we could probably design something, right. We affiliate colors and shapes with certain things. So like what Logan's saying with your, um, your crystal type Pokemon, right. Or, sorry, Tim, Tim, you automatically think it's, it's grass because it's green and its head could technically be shaped like a leaf. Like I could see someone saying that that, thing's head is shaped like a leaf yeah yeah that's a, that's a valid statement it comes down to really like i think you're you put it perfectly dingus when you were saying that unless it's an actual fish or something like that you can't really tell exactly what type it is right like the toucan is a bird yeah it's flying but it it has more than that right right is yeah it only flying like um there's been several times the the pig with wings right the the um yeah you see the wings so you think it's flying but really the predominant is the fact that it's pig and it sits on the ground it doesn't float so it doesn't really tell you that it's flying i i feel like there is a almost like you have to know the insider's code type of mindset where you need to know what type every pokemon every tim tim is in order it's to be not even that, Tom. i think it's just understanding the art style because if you look closely you can kind of tell like oh that's yeah, a yeah. crystal tim tim but yeah, it just, it people like me while, aren't right? used to it because i'm used to like pokemon where it's blatantly obvious where in this so far in tim and uh, tim tim it hasn't been as obvious to me and so it's just difficult to learn it which is fine it gives me that experience like i had in the first pokemon game again like i said where it's nostalgic because it's like playing the first game again in the menu when you're looking at your tims while you're co-oping i wish there was more ui elements to it to distinguish whose tim is what because there are several times that i've accidentally like gone to click on a tim because i have the same one you do Mm -hmm. and it's in my stack of six but i don't have the ability because it's not my top three Right, right right so i go to click on yours i'm like oh wait that's his not mine you know so i wish right, there was right. a more signifier in there just yeah they could, they could literally stuff. just like split the screen yeah. yeah yeah i thought they did but i have to relook at it i don't remember well i mean it is on left and right all right so uh for me and i'll i'll, I'll kind of agree with steven with and and this is something that's been talked about a lot i think from what i've seen on like youtube videos and stuff people talk a lot about like tim tims have generic designs and da 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 I feel like it's a 50-50 split for me, man, because I see some of these Tim Tim, and I'm like, man, some of these Tim Tim are cool as shit. And then some of them, I'm just like... Just for some context, Dingus, on that whole art thing, some really big artists in the YouTube and Twitch industry have made those complaints. Like, people who are really big into the art of Pokemon. So, knowing that... uh, Like, saying that it's like a 50-50 split for, like... No, like, they don't like it because it's not... They're not memorable memorable characters because... (sighs) They're not unique enough, like Pokemon. Well, here's here's where my here's where my thing. This is where my entire bad thing comes in, right? Is that, and I think this all ties in together, right? While they have a great color palette and they have a really beautiful world, I don't think it speaks enough to what Tim Tim is. It feels kind of like, what is our theme? What are Tim Tim? They're cute. That's the world. It's cute. I think yeah, I, I kind of got that. Too, I man. feel like if they dedicate themselves to more of like, because when you look at a Digimon, right, you know, that's a freaking Digimon, right? Like if someone gave you a set of like Digimon and Pokemon and you didn't know them, I almost guarantee most people could split the two and be like, that's definitely a Digimon. That's definitely a Pokemon. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. And like when it comes to Tim Tim, some of them I look at them, I'm like, these almost look like Digimon. And some of them I'm just like, these look like Pokemon. And then I look at like the toucan, and I'm just like, this is just a fucking toucan. That's where I get really confused. Cause I like, like if you look at the one on the screen right now, with like the bone on the head, that's cool. And the, the, you know, like the, 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 the water lightning one that I caught that's like a swimming lizard. That one's great. That's cool. That's a great design. I think 
that some of them with like these interesting or like Sipat even is like he's he's interesting enough on his own to use aspects of like the world around him, which is cool. You know, like I think they need to lean more into like a very specific mindset of like what are Tim Tim's purpose in the world and then how does that uh, help design like what the Tim Tim look like so they can stand out on their own as their own entity? You know what I'm saying? So I think Dingus, that's where they lack. So I think it's good to get Heather's perspective on this because Heather just talked about it. So Heather, what, what did you say about Tim Tim compared to like Pokemon or Digimon? Well, just like, just looking at like when you played it, like compared to Pokemon and Digimon, there's variety. It's not like there's only cute Pokemon or they're only ugly or whatever. I mean, you have variety to like looks, you can add variety or player place. Cause for me, like, yeah, I like cute Pokemon, but I also like ones that like badass or like dragons or like shit like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, and that, and that's part of it too. Like I, completely agree with that and i and and i i think that combined with the the whole like overall identity of like you can tell a pokemon from a digimon like if they can do that for themselves it'll really help them stand out as their own world in their own game because right now when i look at tim tim and i'm like what are tim tim and what is this world all i can think of is well it's cute and it's shiny and and that's that's that that to me is a bad thing right and absolutely and i and that's what i'm saying is like as far as the future that's what i want to see from them when it comes to the Tim Tim themselves, right? I think yeah, they really need to lean into making more pronounced designs. Because, uh, like I said, some of them are great. And I think if if they went with some of the designs and kind of, like, flowed in that direction, that'd be cool. Like, the one on the, you see on the screen now, the Serpent. Or, you know, you look at, like, uh, the Gyalis or whatever, the one that one down there. That's an interesting-looking Tim Tim, you know. Um, and they can have cute ones, too, and everything all, all like that. Like, like Heather said, it's a great idea. And so that was my first point. My my second point is I feel like the routes are kind of long sometimes and you just end up backtracking a lot. So I feel like some kind of like teleportation system or something would be helpful. Yeah, um, dude, this running back and forth is kicking my ass, man. And, well, and it sucks for some of the quests too because like, uh, like Logan, we went and explored. If we would have just talked to the next person, they would have told us to go down the water area. Yep, get a surfboard and shit. Honestly, I feel like what they could really do well with, because I feel like they're doing routes for the sake of doing routes, is if they did more like sections of like open, more open areas where you can train and battle and find your Tim Tims. I'm not saying it has to be like the wild or anything, right? But just having like little sections and then like you move on and maybe there's some route-ish areas like in the sections with some more open spots. And then, like, having, like, checkpoint stations. Like, they already have the checkpoint stations. They're great. Like, using some of those, they could even make the areas bigger. Because, honestly, I don't mind there being a little bit more breadth between the dojos and stuff. Because if I look at, like, Pokemon, right? The routes are so short, honestly, in Sword and Shield that I battled, like, ten times. And I'm at the next gym. I'm like, what the fuck? And, like, like, that's fine. But, like... I feel the same way. uh, Like, you want to do the battling and you want to do the level. And especially with, like, they don't have, like, XP share or anything. Like, you want to spend some time battling and spending time with your Tim Tims and exploring. With how well they've done with, like, the quests, right? Like, they have have a better quest system than I feel like Pokemon has half the time. Like, it it does fine on its own, you know? Expanding on that and using some more open areas, I think, would do them really well. Then my last bad thing is I don't care about the story. Honestly, I haven't cared for this Pokemon story in quite a while. Um, The fact that they literally copied and pasted Pokemon story, especially the beginning, was kind of, like, that pissed me off. And I was like, come on, come up with something other than, like, you start in your mom's house and you go talk to the professor to go get your freaking Tim Tim. Like, that's stupid. 
get, I mean, get, when get I your first own thing. saw the game and I first bought it, I expected that because it's like inspired by you know Pokemon. Yeah, but like it, it was literally one for one. Like, it yeah, was yeah, one for one. Identical. It was pretty identical, and it's 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 something that they could probably they will probably work on in the future because once they have a lot of the things polished and they can start working on more story, they'll say, you know what, we want to be different from Pokemon. We like Pokemon. We're inspired by it, but we're definitely not Pokemon. Let's change the start. You know how you start. Well, and I think I think finding that more specific identity for what the purpose of Tim Tim are in the world can help them make a more interesting story than copy pasting Pokemon. Because as far as copy pasting Pokemon goes, that's the worst offense is the way that they they the way they portray the main story and how you progress through the game. And I guess that's see what you're saying. Yeah, it it is the worst, but it's actually not that bad if you think about it. Like, I mean, yeah, it's whatever, but before you bought, they could do a lot better very easily. Yeah, and I think they will. Honestly, with how much time they have in their hands to continue and all these people buying it, they now have money for support for this. And it's probably, I don't know who developed, like exactly who they are, the people who developed it, like anything about them. This could be more money than they've ever had, though, from anything they've ever done from a job. So now that they're seeing this, it'll get in their head, you know, we need to work on this because people actually, it's not just we wanted to make money. Yeah, People actually like this. Let's hope, at least. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, So I think that's everything with Tim Tim, right? So uh, let's wrap up with some final thoughts. Does anybody have any any, any final thoughts on this? On, like, the monster catching genre or, like, just general thoughts? I wish the Digimon game was better than the new one because the new one that came out recently for Digimon, I was watching Cry play it, and it could be so much better, but it's just it's it, no Digimon game has ever been good. If the new Digimon game was like Temtem, I would not be playing Temtem right now. But it's just not because Digimon is my favorite IP when it comes to monster battling. Yep. And um, monster battling as a whole has been kind of on the rocks for a while because it's been around for so long. That's coming from someone like me who's played Pokemon for almost two decades. And then something blindsides me like Temtem, which I'm happy that it came out. Like I'm. I'm so happy it's changed. There's competition in the market. Unless Nintendo where yep. Game Freak goes out and they're like, we're going to sue you because we're a bunch of assholes. I hope that doesn't happen. Because oh, they're probably going to. They're going to try. They're going to try. Yeah. It won't work. Like, yeah. No, it won't. But because they didn't copy anything in the game, just the way the game is played. And people like Steam or other big corporations have lost this fight. In you the can't. Past. Yeah, you can't own a genre. Doesn't yeah. work. Yep. Apple tried that with uh, a type of phone, what it looks like. PUBG and, tried to do uh, that with fucking Fortnite. Yep. Yep. And they lost. So <laughs> PUBG has, has no grounds for uh, winning any money and stopping them. So hopefully in the future, Temtem continues to get better. And um, I'm looking forward to it. And if if at all, if a Digimon game comes out, I'm sorry, guys. But if it's better than Temtem, I'm playing that Digimon I'm gonna, game. I'm going to double down on what Logan said, because my final thought is... I have always, um, and I talked a lot tonight about the idea of having more strategy in battle and stuff like that. And to me, if I was if I was to have a say in the creation of a you know a monster catching and battling game, I some context here. You have a master. I, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying for for my sake, right? Like if I was to have the decision right for that, then I would choose a game that is like Tim Tim. However. I would love to see a game, and there's two reasons. I would love to see a game where you evolve your Tim Tims or your Pokemon in combat, but not for the sake of evolving them because they actually have access to different moves and abilities, and there's benefits and drawbacks to evolving them in combat. And to double down on the world of it, I always have loved the idea of being able to 
see it things like t- po- uh, Digimon, and you you get to see the cute side of them, like Heather was saying, right? You get to hang out with the cute side of them and follow them around, yeah. and they evolve into these badasses that fuck each other up. Yep, like I, that I is like the perfect exactly wombo combo. <laughs> that is the perfect wombo combo for me. For not only having like cute and badass and being able to be a part of the world and hang out with the little guys and having the badass, and then like you also get more options in combat and more strategy. I think it would be perfect. Paired with something like the stamina system and Tim Tim, it would be my ultimate monster catching battling game, hands down. I think there, I, I, I think what needs to happen in just everybody is the fact that we need to stop basing the loyalty towards one thing or the other um i i know our our culture is all about that you know apple and android computers and platforms i think we just need to enjoy the content of actually what is handed to us because there's so many games how, how can you not feel like you're copying something else it's the same thing for music mm-hmm. honestly dude i think that's just a product of the the political climate in this in our country today at least it, it's done that oh, to a lot of people it, it sucks but it's it just does. we'll have to grow out of it i think one of the things that's caused that to me is just that people have so much free time nowadays like honestly that like they really do and like yeah, we have we have so great, many we have so many like video games and things like this that we spend our time with that those things basically become people's identities. So whenever you talk bad about them, that people can't separate those things from themselves. So when you say something bad about Tim Tim, you're making a personal attack on them, which is insane. And I completely agree with hey, you, Steven. Hey, it used to happen back in the day. 32 bits, uh, 64 bits of uh, the console wars is what I'm getting to. And back in the day when we were like in school, the console wars is what people identified Blast processing! There you go. Just do the math, fucking Sega. It needs to be, yeah, it needs to be stopped just because it's, there's such great, I mean, Pokemon is a fantastic game. Absolutely. And a fantastic company. They have done so much for my childhood. But doesn't mean I'm going to stick to a game like that, especially if this new game allows people to voice their opinions to hopefully make something different. And yeah. that's what we need. We need people to come together instead of just yelling at them because they're copying. And I'm doing that air quotes, copying them. What they need to do is just like, actually, it would be cool if you actually did this instead, because I would play Pokemon so much more if they did this. Well, cool. It's, it's yeah. just a free yeah. area to actually voice your opinion. And yeah. that's what they need to focus on. And it's good for them to listen because when people don't listen, and stuff like that the first thought i get in my head is oh they must hate money <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's just what i think about dude oh yeah i mean because it's yeah you you have the the ability to make what people want and i i sometimes you have to not let the egos get in in the way yeah, and because yeah, yeah. this is a kickstarter company this shouldn't be an issue you know it should not be a problem that there there shouldn't be any egos you know i will i want to i want to hats off to that statement Steven, but I also want to I want to double down too and say that I want us to be and one of the reasons why I set up the format for the show today in the way that I did is because I personally I don't want to be one of the people and I want to add a conversation in such a way that where we can talk about the good and the bad and it not be like oh you said one good thing about this you must love it or if you say one bad thing you must hate it like no okay yeah, let's yeah, just have yeah, a conversation yeah. about the ups and the downs and. You decide for yourself, you know? Exactly. Uh, Tom, do you have any final statements? You guys covered a lot of it. I don't want to get into the whole the whole drama of, you know, don't 
don't follow this enterprise or whatever. Yeah. I, I'm really enjoying Tim Tim. I foresee myself playing it quite a bit. You guys covered everything. All right. So we're going to set this up. If you guys don't know, uh, I know that tonight probably ran a little bit longer than we expected, but honestly, I feel like we've had a lot of good conversation and we appreciate everybody for hanging out for our first uh, shot at doing the talk show slash podcast thing about video games. We want to do this as like an every week kind of thing. Same. We got everything that I wanted to know out of it. So. I feel like I feel like this was a great conversation. There was a lot of good stuff that was talked about, and uh, I really enjoyed it. So with that being said, the second part of our show is going to be us doing some kind of wacky little competition for today. Since we've been talking about Pokemon and Tim Tim, we're going to do a little uh, we're going to do a little, doing a little competition where we're going to be drawing Pokemon from memory if you guys want to see what happened with our competition you guys can check that out on the jolly bro up youtube and if you want to check out our guest you can find him at twitter.com slash steven versus tweets or you can find his mixer at mixer.com slash steven versus streaming you can also check out his work with altered comics on their twitter and see what they're doing with that they've got a lot of cool stuff going on over there you can also find tom tom's content over at mixer.com slash tom tom zero three one one you can catch us live every week at mixer.com slash i i i dingus that is triple i dingus or three dingus what did you guys think about today's topic if you want to be a part of the conversation or you want to come play games with all of us jolly bros you can find us on our discord that is it everybody have a wonderful day and we will see you for the next episode stay weird everybody